Strive Coaching Studio, guiding business leaders to meet the highest version of themselves. And now, here's Michelle, certified coach and founder of Strive Coaching Studio. Hello, welcome to Strive Coaching Studio podcast number 35. What to do when you have an arrogant, ego-driven manager. I know it sounds funny. Listen, just recently, I worked with a client who expressed that they have a new boss. The company's doing some realigning due to growth, and now there's a new sheriff in town. The problem for my client is that this person has had a few opportunities of time with the new boss where they walk away of the opinion that this person is basically, to clean it up from their description, let's call it arrogant and ego-driven. There was a much more colorful description, but we're just going to go with that because you get the point. Now, maybe you too have worked under a boss who you didn't like, didn't agree with, or had a personality that was different than the type you had before. Or maybe you work for someone who was also an ass. (laughs) And if you haven't yet, you just may someday. So this could still be really useful for you. Maybe there's some tips here that will help you. I think that there very well could be no matter what your situation. So for starters, I always like to try really hard to separate the actual facts from our opinions or judgments of that particular person or experience or situation or exchange, okay? There are things they've said, words they use, things they did, all that everyone would probably agree upon if they were in the room. And then there's all of our opinions and judgments about those words and actions and what they mean or what we um, translate those to mean within ourselves, with our brain. So it usually helps to at least reduce the emotions that are swimming around in our head about it all when we can truly separate what the facts are of the situation. What happened? What are the details? What would everybody agree upon? The key here is that you can choose to have an opinion or a thought about it that serves you better toward the result that you want to achieve here. Because step two is really knowing what your objective is. So what do I need to accomplish here? What am I needing from this person to support me or my team, my department, or my responsibilities each day? This is really important to evaluate since the things that don't attach to any emotion whatsoever are what we need to focus on. It's so much easier to separate things when you know what you need and it doesn't matter how you feel or how it will make you feel either way. Being pissed off or frustrated can be completely separated from data, input, feedback, or whatever it is that you need from this manager so you can do your job well. So next, how do you wanna show up each day? How do you wanna be? Because again, who cares how this person acts or treats people? They can be them and you can be you. When you let the thoughts and opinions about them affect how you feel and how you act each day, you will not get a result that you want. And I'm guessing you likely won't accomplish your job responsibilities or look very good to others around you. So don't forget to be who you wanna be. Now, even if we stop right here, my guess is that this much alone will impact managing yourself, your day, and getting you what you need to meet your objectives really easily for you. While you may not always like it, that's okay too, because the next point is you don't have to like it. Just accepting 
that sometimes you aren't going to like it will help you deal with it much better each day because you won't be fighting the idea that it shouldn't be this way or that this person shouldn't be acting like this or treating people like this. Once you can accept that it just is what it is and this person is who they are, you'll no longer feel frustrated or pissed at them or the situation any longer. You get to be neutral, calm, confident, or even peaceful, maybe even entertained. Think about the possibilities available to you. But let's just take it all to the next level. What if after you've been able to do all of that, get that part down first, and once you're there, consider this. What if you could actually appreciate them? I know, is that crazy? Becoming appreciative could help you get to the next level of the relationship with this person. They're in the position for some reason, even if you have no idea how that could have happened, possibly, and you can't see it. The fact is that they very likely have something they bring to the table, some experience, some wisdom that you may or may not have that could help you. And while we know that we cannot change anyone else and we have no power over their behaviors, their actions, their choices, the possibility of improving your relationship with this person and how they operate, at least with you, has so much more opportunity for potential when you appreciate them than when you're feeling or acting from a place that is negative or even neutral. Can you see how that could be a possibility? Because the truth is that when others choose behaviors, words, or actions that are perceived by others as negative, it many times comes from a place inside of them where they don't appreciate themselves. They don't believe they're valued. They're fearful of losing what they have or of others being a threat to their position or their needs being met. So from all of this, what if you could also find some compassion? Now, I understand that maybe you don't want this. Maybe you can't see this. Maybe you can't even imagine it. Or maybe you just aren't there yet. I understand that. That's okay. But for fun, what if just for a minute you could find it in you to be compassionate? What kinds of things might you say or do differently with this person? If you knew that they were threatened by someone who could know something more or do something better than they can, and you knew that they're just afraid because they don't want to be seen as a failure or as insecure, how would you address them differently? How could you figure out what makes them tick? What's their biggest hot button? What's the most important thing to them? And how can you check that off the list for them so that they have the result they need or they want so they can feel the way they want to feel? Going through this process entirely gets you to the core of things with this person and who knows where you might end up. Now, I'm not telling you what you could do or what you should do. The choice is yours completely. I'm only suggesting that you have so many choices as to how to handle this person in the situation. An endless number of options are available to you and all of them will give you a different result. You just need to know which one you really want to have. What's your real goal here? How do you want to approach that? Could you end up being promoted as a result? Would this person allow you the leeway you need to get your job done best? What else could be accomplished from this place in this situation with this person once you've gone through this whole process? Managing your manager is an incredibly valuable skill, one that most people don't have. 
These tips to start practicing will be super impactful toward accomplishing that for yourself. Hone that skill. Now, of course, you could just quit your job. You can just go get a new job. That is always an option. And depending on your industry, my guess is that you could easily do it. And here's what I would suggest to you if you're thinking along that route. Go through this entire exercise anyway. Why? Well, there's a few great reasons, but they're all for yourself. Do it for you. You will grow as a person. You will gain more insight and information along the way. You will learn and you will gain so much more from the experience of going through it all. And then if you choose to leave anyway, you will do it knowing you had the experience, possibly had impact on the situation and became a stronger person no matter what. Not to mention most likely in your life, there will be another person where this may be required of you. And it may not be as easy next time to just quit or walk away. So you will have already practiced with this person to prepare you for the next person. Maybe you could consider this egotistical ass that the universe brought to you as a nice little gift wrap up with a bow. <laughs> All kidding aside, many of us have worked for people we didn't like. Managing your manager is as important as knowing how to manage your own team. And it is a skill that you get to take with you wherever you go, no matter what you do or where you work. Even those who work for themselves are dealing with someone in their work that they need to continue to work with where these kinds of tips can help you to improve these things. So no matter what, these tips can help you. And listen, we have so many resources, tips, tools, and so much more available to you. Check us out, Strive Coaching Studio, so that you can see how you can become better and better in what you do every day. Check out our show notes in the podcast section on strivecoachingstudio.com to read these valuable tips. And thank you for listening. Thank you.